Hey everyone, before we start the show, I just wanted to share some terrible news that we had received. Uh, a friend of the show, a friend of the site, a friend of the toilet, uh, Justin Davison, uh, also known as uh, Justin Thunder Logger, as he sometimes contributed to the website, and at Tree of Woe, uh, if you've ever encountered him on Twitter, uh, we, we heard that he had died this week. Um, Jordan and I wanted to just remember his life because he was such a very positive, sweet dude who had an overwhelming joy for heavy metal. Um, he grew up in the 80s in the Bay Area, and he collected all the tapes and zines and got to know all of the obscure bands, and he loved to share his knowledge. He loved to share his enthusiasm for all of these all of these bands. He never lost his joy for discovering new music uh, through the decades, and he was always there to share uh, a band that he thought that you might like or, you know, tell you, uh, tell you a funny joke or, you know, share, share in uh, on our, our left is suffering. Um, we are really, really going to miss Justin. And it is always so heartbreaking when you lose someone who is such a great presence. So to close the show, um, I'm going to play a track from one of his favorite bands, Nasty Savage. Justin, we're really going to miss you. You're listening to 66.6 FM, Radio TOVH, The Flush. Well, hey there, everybody. It's me, Joe Thrash and Kill. You're listening to another thrilling episode of the Toilet of Hell radio show. I'm joined today, as always, by the good and golden boy, the internet's sweetheart. You know him. You love him. He's 365 Days of Horror, as I like to call him. Jordan. Jordan, how are you? I am doing well. I've been stretching. I have been doing yoga. I have been lifting weights, all in preparation for Black Friday, where I have no intention of buying anything. I am just going to fight people. I like the idea of like uh, the the guy who's aged out of hardcore, who's just like, I still have a desire for violence. <laughs> I'm just going to go to Black Friday. <laughs> Just going to a Best Buy at three in the morning with people camped out and just uh, headhunting some poor person trying to buy a television. Now is the time for me to rise and punch a toddler. <laughs> um, I like I like that a lot. I think I think that's a great idea. Have you legitimately been doing your yoga? I have been. Good. I am very limber and I now have the calves and thighs of a bike messenger. So if uh, anyone needs me to squeeze their head, if they want to pay me some money, I'll do that for them. <laughs> good. I'm glad to hear it. I've been uh, not so good about stretching or yoga or exercising anyway. I, I got to say, man, my job has left me uh, completely exhausted to do the things I'm supposed to do, including prepare for this podcast. Uh, I you're, put, you're not you're not looking at your phone as you're putting a catheter in, just scrolling metal injection for stories. Oh my god, dude! So like, I ha I was working in uh, the red zone where you get like the sickest patients. Uh, the other day, like every time I get assigned to the zone, I'm like, why? I'm I'm a barely a nurse. Come on, don't do this to me. I'm gonna kill people. Uh, so I'm like stressing it. I've got, uh, this guy who has a severe brain bleed. Like I'm in the process of getting him intubated and giving him like, you know, heavy drugs to keep him out. So he doesn't try to rip the tube out of his throat. And another nurse from like a lower acuity zone walks over in the middle of this scene says, Joe, I need you to put a catheter in this guy. Cause he says he doesn't want a, a woman to do it. I'm like, <laughs> currently have my hands full of like knockout drugs i'm like can this wait <laughs> you just lift your hands up dripping with drugs and go and be like be there in a minute yeah i was like I, i'm gonna have to get back to you on this uh i did uh end up cathing this guy and i've done hundreds of calves now this guy screamed like nobody mm. i've ever heard um uh, i don't know what his deal was i didn't look at his chart so probably something pretty bad there Anyway, so yeah, like that... you walk in twirling it. How are we doing today, partner? Man, like <laughs> and pretend to rope him in. <laughs> I I have put miles of catheter down dudes' dicks. Like it doesn't it doesn't fucking phase me at all. I'm not thinking about it too hard. The only thing I worry about is like, is your prostate so inflamed that I'm gonna have trouble getting past it? And it was you know he's a younger guy, so I don't I don't know. Whatever, wasn't wasn't bothering me none. 
Uh, I think he had a kidney laceration or something. Seemed bad. <clears throat> so yeah, like that's the kind of thing. Like I don't, I don't look at my phone once uh, at work. And then when I, when I get home, like I've been uh, busting my hump. So like I pretty much fall asleep as soon as I touch the couch. And then my wife yells at me like, go to bed. <laughs> this is my couch. I have to play video games and watch Shudder. <laughs> He's like, you're just, just log rolling you to bed. <laughs> exactly. Just like, you're just making this harder on yourself. You know that you just want to go to sleep, go to sleep in the place where you're supposed to do it. Um. So that, that being said, like, I did not, I did not look at the internet at all. I didn't figure out what we needed to talk about for this week's show. Um. Did you? Uh, yeah, I keep my ear to the ground and my eye on the same crummy websites we look at every week. There's little things. It's, Unless something bad happens, usually around this time of year, news kind of slows down because these websites tend to start doing their top 10 list, which we're going to start doing in a couple of weeks. Um, there's less touring, more people are just staying home or doing holiday stuff. So there's little stories out there, but in not too much of like the usual big stuff that we do. Ben, are you ready for your top 10 list? I've been thinking about it since probably January 2nd, just knowing that it's coming. And, you know, I'm mentally compiling stuff that like A, I actually listen to and B, actually enjoyed. Um, this year hasn't been thrilling for me. There's stuff that's on there. It's like, yeah, this isn't bad or this is OK. But like, I feel this hasn't been like a, a blown away. This is incredible. This is incredible. A lot of it's yeah. just like, yeah, this ain't bad. So. I think I'm kind of like compiling what I've at least remembered throughout the year. And then I'll probably do a re-listen and try to see which one goes where. Yeah. I mean, like I've kind of intentionally phased out of trying to keep up with album hype. So this year, I think I'm less prepared than ever than maybe in the history of me listening to music. <laughs> Like I've listened to fucked up's new album probably like 40 times, but that's the only one that I'm like, yes, this is such a great record. And then, yeah, everything else is like, ah, shit. What did I play for the show this week? <laughs> oh yeah. Don't get me wrong. I revert back to all the things that I actually enjoy from 20, 30 years ago, but there's uh, obviously good stuff every year. The, the good thing about the end of year list stuff that I always enjoy every year is seeing albums that people hyped up at the beginning of the year as being album of the year completely, completely forgotten about. Completely like, I feel bad gone. for the bands. What? Yeah, I, I've seen a couple of uh, bands like, hey, uh, remember, we put out an album in January. Like, keep that in mind here this month. <laughs> yeah, putting your albums out in like mid-December to probably March could be the kiss of death for you in terms of just getting re-attention and getting attention towards the end of the year list, which is just free publicity for you again to hype up that album and to remind people to buy it again. Because there's definitely good stuff that comes out early in the year and then sure. you just forget about it, especially depending on which label they're on. Um, I know of at least one fairly major metal label that all of you know that has put out good albums this year and has done nothing to remind people about it because they tend to get like fixated on certain bands yeah, and will hype certain ones, but like also put things out and then quickly forget about them. So like that sucks too. That's not good. You don't want that. Um, no, I remember uh, a friend of mine put out an album like at the end of December a few years ago. And he was like, well, sh this album is so good. It's surely going to, you know, just get on the list anyway. It's like, no, dude, those are already published. Like they're written, they are already published. And he was like aghast that this was happening. <laughs> it's like, people are not going to change their ways just to accommodate your record, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, all of that being said, uh, if you have a recommendation for things that you know that Jordan and I would like, go ahead and throw that shit in the comments or DM it to us or whatever. Cause I'm so far behind, dude. Uh, I will say though, if anybody is in the mood for, you know, a rock and punk album, uh, fucked ups one day is very, very pleasurable record. I got to recommend that one. And um, uh, we're also going to remind people we have our holiday show coming up. Oh yeah. 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 In a few weeks. And 
if this is your first go around with us or you just don't remember, because again, it was a year ago, uh, we exchange gifts on the show. We send each other nice, funny, uh, sometimes controversial things that if uh, authorities found it, you would have a lot of explaining to do. Dude, the and... um, the terrorism trading cards that you gave me years ago, uh, I, I still have those on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> And if people want to participate in this and they want to send us stuff, we'll open it on the air. We'll talk about it. It's always a fun time. Get in touch with us. We will send you our mailing addresses, uh, toilethellradio at gmail.com. We'll send you our stuff and you can send us nice things and we can have a good fun time. Yeah, uh, I have um, <clears throat> I have this very nice uh, mid-century modern coffee table that has this uh, like slanted lower part that's perfect for putting uh, board games or, you know, bigger books on. And I have a uh, Swedish um, children's board game about pooping that one of our listeners sent me years ago that has a prominent place right there in my living room. So one of one of the very mu- nice things that we've gotten over the years. It's a conversation piece. It is. Uh, <laughs> people are always like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, I don't know. Do you want to play? <laughs> Um, so that, that one's always good. Um, I've been super, super slow on it. I've had the artwork, I've had the fulfillment ready for months now, uh, but I have not committed to it. So I will go ahead and say this now by next week's show, I'll have, uh, pre-order information as well as, uh, images because everybody wants to see it of, uh, the latest Toilet of Hell t-shirt. It has been years, years since we've done one of these. Uh, and we got some of our famous friends to help with the design on this one. Uh, I think that everybody's going to like it a lot. So uh, we'll unveil that uh, starting next week. Um, oh, another thing. Uh, we should do all the promo stuff while we're doing the promo stuff, right? What else What else should yeah, people know? Yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Discord. Um, Raleigh, we'd like to remind people that there is a Toilet of Hell Discord uh, that I occasionally fuck around on. Um if you would like an invite to that, again, let us know as well. Uh, it is invite only for true players. Uh, all others, falses do not entry. Let us know if you want into that. We'll get you all the access details. Uh, what else, Jordan? If people want to sign up for our Patreon, where we have bonus shows and we have bonus mixtapes every month, it's patreon.com slash of hell. You can email us, toiletofhell at gmail.com, toiletofhellradio at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Blue Sky, Instagram. Uh, yeah, follow us all there. And we also are going to have stickers of Joe and I as <laughs> cute little anime chibi people. I feel like uh, I'm so self-conscious about like uh, my face and like posting pictures of myself or something. So like seeing these these chibi versions of me is just absolutely bizarre (laughs) with the bright eyes and the smiles and looking so adorable i'm so cute (laughs) uh yeah i'm looking forward to getting those out as well again i don't know why you would want uh to put a picture of me anywhere but like hey well we got them (laughs) it's something people can put on their instruments or their notebooks or uh, their car, I don't know, a light pole. Yeah, uh, put them in a bathroom somewhere. Like, stuff me in a urinal, that's fine. I mean, your uh, your mailman has a bunch of them already. Yeah, that, fucking A, dude. I haven't gotten a piece of mail in months. I keep complaining to the post office. They're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> um, it's cool, though. I only get bills. Um, okay, and, anyway, um, wanted, I wanted to move on with the show a little bit. We got a couple of things that we do want to talk about here, right? I suppose we should. Uh, let's, let's talk about something that's, uh, for our, our UK listeners. We, we barely acknowledge them. And I want to, I want to say a hello governor to all of them, uh, here just as a special shout out. Uh, so there is a festival that goes on there in the UK, uh, that I've heard about, uh, what, what is it called? Download festival. It's a weird name for a festival. So like that's a internet thing, like downloading, right? Or computers, but this is a real life thing. Be you like, wouldn't, oh. you wouldn't download a festival, would you? I guess not. Well, looking at this lineup, certainly not. 
Uh, so this what... goes back to uh, all the seeding and uh, illegal downloading. It's this isn't the real stuff. <laughs> yeah, half of these are gonna brick your computer. Uh, what 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 is <laughs> you're gonna download? You think it's gonna be download fest because it says Lincoln Park and Slipknot and System of a Down and Disturbed doing a song together? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the, uh, this is a Legend of Zelda song, uh, by System of the Down, right? Uh, wrong. It's a life ending virus. Your parents are going to get so mad at you. Uh, what, what, what is Download Festival? It's, well, presumably a metal festival or at least a hard rock metal festival. It's, you know, not a hell fest or a walk-in, but over the years they've had heavy bands, and uh, this year, uh, just maybe in the past week or two, they released the lineup, which takes place much later this year, for Download Fest 21. And a lot of metal fans were not happy with this lineup. I think it was like maybe Metal Hammer or um, some of the other magazines had been hyping this up. And uh, at least uh, I saw, I think it was Kerrang! actually, too. And fans were just like, this sucks. Like, what is this festival? And we have the line up here that we can go through if you'd be interested. We should. And I will say, yes, this does actually suck because this seems to be for nobody. <laughs> it's one of those we want everybody and we're not going to appeal to most people. It'll it'll do well. There will be lots of people there. Yeah. But it'll be more of it'll be the people who want to see one band or people who like just go to festivals every year. So it's not going to be your your usual metal fest goers that are going to camp out and go every night. Um, let's let's go through it though. What what, what do we have here? <clears throat> well, first of all, looking at this flyer, at the very top above the name of the festival is the sponsor. Who is the sponsor? Liqu Jordan Liquid Death. I I don't know if you know, but know this about me. Jordan, but I, mm. I kind of have a negative opinion of Liquid Death. I've heard that on this show. <laughs> Anybody who will listen to me while I'm at like the gas station, this fucking canned water bullshit, um, co-opting uh, legitimate metal clout, trying to come at actual musicians uh, who work in the scene. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it right now. That's not what this is about. It's not what this is about. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to get mad at the stupid canned water brand that's trying to co-op metal clout. Fuck them. Okay, continue. So for the headliners for this presumably metal festival, Queens of the Stone Age. I don't get the appeal of Queens of the Stone Age. You didn't get it 25 years ago. Don't get it now. They've always been on like the outskirts of metal. Like they played Ozfest. Yeah. But they we're never really a heavy band no and you know they they had their popularity sure that was 20 years ago it was more than that are they a headliner <laughs> i only if it's just like they haven't played the uk in a long time which is possible yeah. i haven't been keeping up with queens of the stone age other than hearing about josh homie kicking a photographer hey josh Josh Homme fucking sucks. Like he seems like a bad dude and I don't care for the music to begin with. So like, this is a pretty easy one to be like, yeah, fuck you. Don't care for it. Anyway. And yet the next name, no, the name next to Queens of the Stone Age, Fallout Boy. That's insane to me. I saw Fallout Boy in high school, like with a crowd of maybe a hundred people. It is so bizarre to me that like, this is still like a... Head, festival headlining band uh, I guess I haven't listened to anything they put out since then but <laughs> presumably people like it <laughs> I just saw them like pop up doing a song on a commercial I don't even remember what it was for like it's for the big know, 10 football yeah big oh, yeah, 10. yeah yeah <laughs> no I, like, I see who is, I hear that like, I hear that commercial... a shitty band yeah who's a shitty band Watch opening what up you for say. Watch what you say <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, the song that they do for college football. I'm like, who is the average college football fan? It's like, fuck yeah, Fallout Boy. <laughs> I'm going to rip someone's head off and listen to the dance dance song. Yeah, Roll Tide, goddammit. Speaking of Roll Tide, 
Uh, I was driving just the other day and there was a giant maroon. It was like a Jeep, but it was a, like a luxury SUV type Jeep, you know, all yeah. shiny and chrome in crimson red with multiple Alabama stickers on it with a license plate holder that, you know, said University of Alabama, a giant roll tide banner uh, along the back of the Jeep and the license plate was Bama. Now, for clarity, you uh, don't live in Alabama, do you? I am very, very far from Alabama. <laughs> um, I always like the guy that like has like say a Texas Longhorns tattoo or a Texas A&M tattoo who did not go to that school. <laughs> That's they my just favorite. base their entire personality on some other team somewhere else. Yeah, dude, it's fucking wild. Um, it's it's such a strange thing too. Like, I, I'm not really into college sports. I liked college sports when I was in college, but the kind of guy who like really puts a huge emphasis on this so many years and decades after graduation, it's like kind of like the Matthew McConaughey thing and like Days and Confused. Like, <laughs> dude, you need to move on. <laughs> It's like for people you say they peaked in high school. These are the people who peaked just a few years later. And at, at least the high school people like don't still go to high school football games. Dude, I don't know. I I know some people like who still go to high school football, like their their alma mater high school football games like every Friday, decades and decades after the fact. It's uh people really follow this shit pretty closely. It's uh, you also you live in a place where they spend millions and millions of dollars for high school football stadiums. Yeah, stadiums. <laughs> yeah, I, I I grew up in a real small town. They still spent like ten million dollars on that fucking stadium. <laughs> All right, back to the festival. Sorry, okay. I just had to express my disgust at seeing. Roll damn tide. Yeah, Avenged Sevenfold. I feel I feel like we've talked about this band on the show before, have we? Yeah, whatever happened with their uh, vests that they donated to poor Ukrainian people? <laughs> the empty <laughs> plate carrier. Uh, no, from what I hear, uh, that's going well. I think that uh, Ukraine is winning the war, right? That's what happened? So sort of, maybe a little bit in some places. <laughs> um, seems like it's probably a stalemate. Probably going to keep going forever. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like... Uh, they got a lot of press on this latest record, but I don't know that that uh, translated to anything else. Uh, but there they are. And presumably people will want to see them uh, most likely to uh, play like uh, the backcountry shit from 25 years ago again. Yeah. Speaking of uh, peaking in college, Avenged Sevenfold peaked around college time for me. So yep. they're still sticking around, even though uh, I don't know about them. Uh, who else? Royal Blood, the band that famously got mad playing another festival because people weren't into them. Oh, you bloody wankers were artists or whatever. Yeah, those guys. Fuck that. The uh, Offspring. Terrible. God, one of the worst like pieces of rubbish to follow along since the 90s, man. Everything that they I put like some out. of their albums. I mean, yeah, but you like some of their albums from like the early 90s. You don't care. I'm sure you don't care for like uh, the Guy Theory core that they've been putting out for the last 25 no. years. <laughs> no, I just I have that special connection of being in like eighth grade and, you know, Ixnay on the Ombre being one of the first albums I ever bought. Sure. Americana um, was one of the first albums I ever bought. But like I, I'm also capable of growth and saying this band has sucked for a very long time. <laughs> um, we also have Machine Head. This band has sucked for a very long time. But they're uh, inexplicably have always been popular in the UK. I don't get it, man. Uh, I don't I don't understand the, uh, I guess, animal like magnetism that Rob Flynn has on some people because I am immune to his spell. <laughs> Speaking of popular in the UK, Pantera playing their first UK appearance in 20 years. I'm kind of surprised this wasn't the top bill. Top of the bill. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, like we, you, you couldn't bump down Avenge Sevenfold for Pantera. Really? Like, come on, what are we doing here? I guess I don't know. Like, about... I think even even Avenge Sevenfold will be like, yes, we defer to Pantera on this. Um, but yes, if you 
we we have all of these complicated opinions about Pantera and all, but it makes sense that you would want this band on your bill, right? If you're trying mm-hmm. to get a lot of people to come. Yeah, you want people to come. You want to make a lot of money. This is a business decision. Yes. Uh, speaking of inexplicably popular, Bad Omens. I don't get it. I, this is one of the, just like, uh, you know, if you like older video games, uh, how to save like, you know, memory, they would just paint an enemy a different color and make it a different yeah, color swap or palette swapping. Swap. palette swapping yeah this is just palette swapped with 17 other bands dude um i don't know why this one is is more successful than the other ones because they're all the fucking same i blame like youtube algorithms and them covering you know, doing a metalcore version of a taylor swift song and being able to just get out ahead of all the other bands doing the same thing i guess so yeah Corey motherfucking Taylor. Where is, again, who who is demanding to see Corey Taylor? I've met a lot of Slipknot fans in my life, but I've yet to meet one that just loves Corey Taylor's solo material. I do not know. I Maybe this is a we'll book you if we can book Slipknot next year sort of deal. That's got to be the case. Uh, All She Sleeps. I don't even know who that is, dude. I know the name, but I, I don't know who that is. Pretty high up on the list, so I don't know. Some 41, final UK festival. I didn't know they were still together, to be honest with you. I think they like just do the festival things when uh, Derek isn't going into the hospital. Ah, that makes sense. Uh, well, if you're a UK Some 41 fan, I guess that's something you should go to. All right, we'll run through these a little bit more quickly. Billy Talent, again, I, inexplicable. I don't know. I don't think it's a real band, to be honest with you. <laughs> I've been the told. Used. Oh, <laughs> no, man. Not the used. Very high up again. Mm. Uh, baby Metal. Not for me. Not for me, but they are in the right spot for this. People like them, myself included, so fits in well. Inexplicable. Bowling for Soup. God, it's like a fucking degrade version of The Offspring. Just somehow so much even worse. They're a Dallas band. I've had to deal with this shit for a long time. Iolan. Who? They're the band that are like folk metal, but like get really dressed up and play traditional instruments and uh, like play bones, like actual clicking bones together. P- Some people love this band, and I do not understand. Oh, it dude, I think we talked about this on one of the Patreon episodes we did, where we went through a label roster. It was like, oh yeah, this mm-hmm. is uh, just the ultimate Nordabu kind of thing, right? Things that feel racist, but yeah, you don't have any reason to officially <laughs> say it yet. Yeah, that's exactly it. We uh, have Polyphia, another uh, inexplicably popular band. They. Those guys dominate TikTok. I don't know what the fucking deal is, but yeah. TikTok and YouTube, millions and millions of views. And it's just like, yeah, you can play your instruments, but like, why now? Why this? This is probably the first time we've ever mentioned this band on this show too. Like just this shockingly popular band, which I don't know what to say about it. It's like, yeah, yeah, they they can play, but we've been around long enough where we know dozens of other bands that do this exact thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thy art is murder with their new vocalist um normally i would say something uh like thy fart is murder but uh Mm -hmm. i will give i will dap them up this time they did the funniest thing possible (laughs) secretly (laughs) recording a new vocalist and kicking the other guy out right before you put out the record again i gotta give mad props for that one it's very much a wrestling finishing move where (laughs) someone gets like slammed through the ring (laughs) by god he's torn him in half they just gave him the Mick Foley mankind treatment right off the top of the kid. <laughs> we have the Black Dahlia Murder. Again, we like the Black Dahlia Murder. I haven't seen him with the uh, with the guitarist on vocals, though. Have you? No. no. Uh, let's quickly through it. Biohazard, Ugh. Fear Factory. And then we get down to the smaller names. And this surprised me right off the bat. 311. See, I've, I would think that's a much more successful band than say like billy talent or whatever while she sleeps is or certainly Same, bowling for soup come on man. yeah i don't know maybe we don't have our finger on the pulse of what's popular in the uk so maybe just anywhere you go if you go to a pudding shire upon patuxet lane 
and you see someone wearing a bowling for soup shirt, they'll just get mobbed by fans. Oh, mate, me loves me bowling for soups. 1985, bruv. <laughs> Alien weaponry, all of them witches, Alpha Wolf, something called Alt Black Era, mm-hmm. Atreyu, Bleed from Within, Brand of Sacrifice, something called Calva Louise, Celestial Sanctuary, who I want to point out was in the comments of... Uh, at least on Instagram, like virulently defending this festival from people complaining about it. <laughs> Charlotte Sands, Counterparts, Crystal Lake, Death by Rami, Defects. The, all right, now we're getting into things I've never heard of. Dying Fetus, Dying Wish, Era, Fit for a King, Gel, uh, Skipping Till I Know About Bands, Harriet, Hoobastank, Hoobastank, Carnival, Don't Know, Don't know. Lord of the Lost, Oof. Make them suffer. Don't know, don't know, don't know. Scene queen. That I don't know what that is, but that sounds painful. Mm-hmm. Scowl, Shadow of Intent, Silverstein, Slaughter to Prevail. Boo! The Callous Dow Boys. Um, Urn, somehow. Oh, I thought that was and, urine. Urn. <laughs> and uh, Wargasm. So mm-hmm. there you go. That's the big UK sort of metal festival well uh we have 208 days until this festival i'm gonna go ahead and start booking my plane tickets now uh so that i can see uh bowling for soup uh in a in the environment that they're supposed to be seeing the bunch of chimney sweeps <laughs> uh yeah I, I could see why people are they they're taking umbrage with this one it's that good no uh, partners include Barclay Card, Norland Organic Cocktails, Pepsi Max, and something called the Big Green Couch. <laughs> Sounds like a children's show. Oh, it's a Big Green Coach. Never mind. <laughs> That's less fun. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's move on to something uh, else. Uh, let's talk about brain worms, if that's okay. That is what we do. Yeah. Um, you you found some excellent brain worms this week. Uh, would you mind uh, just telling us a little bit about them? Sal Abruscado slams his former bandmates in Typo Negative and Life of Agony, insist he's been shadow banned in the industry. Interesting. You know, it seems like um, just a, a year or two ago, you would say if you were you know, being pushed out of an entire place uh, intentionally, you wouldn't use the word shadow banned. You would use, for example, blacklisted, right? Yeah, just right off the bat, like how whiny and childish do you sound going, I'm shadow banned, instead of just saying the better known usage of blacklisted. I am not being allowed to play somewhere or do things. There is a list and my name is on it, not... No one's seeing my tweets. Yeah, it's. And I mean, like before we even get into what his complaints are, like this is such a big red flag for me using the word shadow ban. That lets me know that you are number one, way too on the fucking internet, and number two, the internet that you're using is incredibly stupid right wing bullshit. Most likely, yeah. Yeah. So what what is it? What's his deal? So this was covered on the PRP. And uh, Lamb Goat, who um, he did an interview in, uh, on Jose Mangan's show on Sirius XM. And just the background is Sal was the original drummer for Typo Negative on their early albums, um, including on Bloody Kisses. And it's the 30th anniversary of the album. So the band is putting out a graphic novel kind of in celebration of the album. And he was not included on it. I see. So that's that's where his anger stems from. And, you know, if I was involved with something that went platinum and you're just not getting acknowledged on it, I, I would be kind of mad about it, too. Sure. I mean, yeah, that's I guess that's valid. So he went on Jose Mangan's show, and this is what he said. Well, interesting 24 hours. Let me explain something. I've got really big fish to fry right now. So the last thing I need is to have people send me messages. Hey, man, I saw this. I read this. I saw this on Blabbermouth, you know? I'm literally here minding my own business, right? 
I don't live. I really try to post about my endeavors of selling merch or something artistically or whatever, right? <laughs> okay. Sure. I'm busy here because we're doing stuff and I hear about this fucking stupid cash grab and my name is left off of it. So if it was, if your name was on it, would it still be a fucking stupid cash grab? I mean, uh, no. <laughs> of course not. I mean, I just, I remember like, what, a couple of months ago, Typo Negative put out that stupid AI generated music video. Like, yeah, first song they put out 15 years ago. Yeah, this is, they're, they're in cash grab mode right now for sure. You might as well. It's the only thing that's going to make you money. I know mean, some of these guys are in other side bands, including Sal, who's in a pale horse named death, a band that I don't think anyone ever talks about. Never heard of um, Josh Silver, like doesn't make music anymore. So make money off the thing that people know and like, yeah. fuck it, put out more t-shirts, put out graphic novels, plaster the name everywhere. So you have some sort of passive income coming in for you. You yeah. worked on it at some point. And if you're not included on that, then it's a cash grab. Yeah, that's 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 exactly it. Uh, so he continues. So I know a lot of bands after a band member passes away, especially they'll try to continue, right? You know, Static X or bands will try to replace a lead front man, try to continue business or this and that. This thing where like, and I'm reading it, it's such an obvious cash grab. I'll tell you right now, speaking based on personal experience, I don't think this would have flown artistically with Peter. Never mind the fact that there was a press release. It wasn't just on Blabbermouth. It was on various music news sites, leaving my name out of the press release in regards to this 30th anniversary overpriced cash grab effort by a bunch of hacks that didn't write the fucking music, didn't have the visual concept. Peter would have never went for that stupid artwork. That's a fucking joke. Now, what's more obvious is they hire Alan Robert, who is relentlessly, relentlessly working behind the scenes, silently in the industry, to do everything he can to prevent me from gaining any access. <laughs> I like Revolver the idea. Magazine. Go ahead. I like the idea that this guy, like, he's just working his ass off to prevent Sal Abruscato from, like, getting any traction in the industry. He's got a whole team working in shifts to make sure it's happening. Yeah. Revolver Magazine used to suck my dick ah! with with lay my soul to waste and when the world was becoming undone and even the first record. And then all of a sudden, they don't want to know about me. Blabbermouth don't want to know about me. All these fucking people that he knows and that camp knows. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I just would like to release music and not be shadow banned, right? So now what do they do? Type one negative hired or somebody hired Alan Robert to do the stupid fucking cartoon graphic novel. Peter's fucking rolling in his fucking grave. All this new artwork that's coming out from typo would not have flown with Peter. I know that. And uh, just to stop right there, typo negative famously uh, uses their cover album, a penis inside a vagina. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's also like a, a man's asshole. <laughs> like Peter Steele's asshole on origin of the feces. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> it's probably, it's probably fine. I don't think he's rolling in his grave about that. <laughs> their last, their last album was a picture of Rasputin with just their green filter on it. So... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> let's take a step back from the artistic integrity. Yeah. And just be like, I mean, this band is famous for having a very dark, perverse sense of humor. Let's not go crazy about it. Yeah. He's very symmetrical, mechanical. Everything's got to have a place. He don't want motherfuckers doodling on some scratch pad making cartoons. God, this guy's so Brooklyn. I love it. <laughs> he made Peter look like a dick on that fucking book. And then what do they do? They redo the artwork. Alan got to put his, his fucking greasy hands, even in my career, whatever I did with typo. Yeah, so what, Josh? You told me I quit the band. But guess what? We legally never had a written band agreement amongst all of us anyway. So there was copyright infringement with my physical presence on those fucking records. And just because I stayed quiet with both of you fucking bands all these years doesn't mean I'm stupid. I just don't want to bother with it. You know why? Very expensive. And guess what? If I go down that road, it's going to get expensive for you. Because even though nobody makes any money out of a lawsuit, it's going to cost. I can literally waste your fucking time, every one of you. Every one of you in both fucking bands. I assume he's talking about Life O Negative, too. 
I can just waste your time and spend money making you show up to a fucking court. I don't care about winning money, but I'd like to see you fucking wiggle and writhe. Watch your fucking bank account go to zero because you got to pay for lawyers. It's all a matter of who's going to outlast who, right? Financially. I'm just saying, um, if you do want to file a lawsuit, this statement that you just made is not going to help you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where you just admit that you, you quit the band. You quit the and band had and, signed. and that you're trying to intentionally waste the other party's <laughs> time and money. There's statutes about that, you dumb motherfucker. Anyway. He continues. You're fucking hacks. You really are. <laughs> you're a bunch of fucking hacks. You're disgracing the fucking shit. Putting shit out of it, putting shit out every three fucking months. Your fans are bitching about it. The audacity to dig up the repulsion demo that Josh Silver's mom helped pay for. I was there. I was on it. You remove the original photos of the reissue 30 year anniversary of Bloody Kisses. I don't give a fuck about, oh, he did the tours. He put his time to help the record go platinum. Guess what? If the drums were laid down like a fucking heck on those records, <laughs> believe me, that groove would have been different and people wouldn't have been bopping to it. Nope, All no them bopping. goth bitches. All them goth bitches wouldn't have been dancing black number one Christian woman. Oh, by the way, all them goth bitches, great name for a band. <laughs> yeah, I, I see all them goth bitches. <laughs> Who the fuck came up with the groove? Not Josh, not Peter. Neither one of them wrote the drums. But Josh sure as hell fucking wrote the drums after I was out of the fucking band, right? Literally copied every quadruplet flam and Phil from Bloody Kisses, reprogram it, and fucking motherfucker was made to look like a fucking superstar. <laughs> Fuck you. You're dealing with crazy now. Jesus you can't do Christ. nothing to me. Not one of you can do anything to me. What you have to worry about, though, is when I'm going to come back up north, I'm just going to show up. It's enough that Life of Agony has made a movie discrediting and discounting my presence. You know what I did for that band? These guys were so fucking... <laughs> this is his words. I apologize for using it. These guys were so fucking musically retarded. <laughs> when I joined this band, and this is why they feared me. <laughs> because I'm the only motherfucker on the planet that can call them out on stuff that only we know inside the four walls of the fucking studio. All you people out there... You see this fucking imaginary world and you think these people are great. Men of great character and honor. No, they're their fucking... I can't say this word that he said, but it is a homophobic slur. They're pussies. They're all pussies. And they hid behind the media. I'm just a tiny example of what goes on. Now, I'll tell you right now, I have officially months ago disassociated myself from any political party. Hmm. Okay. I went back to the National Party of Sal. Uh, Their members rank in the thousands. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm back to fucking everybody as much as I can. I don't care about anybody anymore. Fuck you. You're all fucking nuts. You're all going to hell and that's that. I don't care. This guy has but really this... worked himself into a rich lather here. <laughs> this is a hell of a wrestling promo. Yeah, <laughs> this is ECW in 1996. <laughs> but this bullshit again back to my story life of okay. agony these motherfuckers couldn't even play in time they couldn't even fucking play in time i had to straighten so much out in three weeks for river runs red sitting there with josh silver i had to fucking break my ass and then they put out a fucking movie sound of scars they do everything to erase me from the history of what i did on river runs red ugly broken valley a place where there's no more pain all the stupid extra records they did so great. I always felt that the members of Typo, ne Typo Negative would always take the high road. There is a million fucking graphic artists out there in the world that are better than Cartoon Boy. <laughs> Cartoon Boy is nothing but a plagiaristic motherfucker. He finds something cool, he copies it, and then he says it's his. That's his thing. That's his thing. You know? That really is. <laughs> is it his thing? And it's his thing. And then to put your greasy hands... God, this guy must be so greasy... And to put your greasy hands into this first career that was more monumental than Life of Agony, let's be honest here. To me, my pinnacle accomplishment is Bloody Kisses. Everyone fucking knows that. 
I worked really hard in that. I stayed two days with Josh, tuning drums, reskinning, working on those tones, working on those sounds. You know how hard it is to work with a 14 and a 15 inch rack time? Mm-hmm. That 15 inch is so wonky because it's like the odd number. You know, if you go from 14 to 16, it's from a good step, but it's a half step. But it's so wonky. We work so hard to get those drums to sound like fucking monsters. I laid the groundwork. I did the homework. Okay. Motherfuckers are still getting by, still covering motherfucking shit that other people did. Great. Good for you. God bless you. <laughs> You're a good networker and drinker. But fucking originally, motherfuckers, I still get my just do credit. You should put my fucking face somewhere in that stupid book. <laughs> you should have put my fucking face somewhere in a picture. That's not cool. Oh, but you quit the band. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Were you there in systems too? Did you work for a month recording your drums? No, you got to push fucking buttons for like the next five albums, right? All you got <laughs> is pushing buttons. What the fuck is that? It's mystery fucking shit. That's all it is. It's make-believe. It's fake. Made you look better than you really are. Lies. Fuck you. No holds barred. I'm nobody's friend anymore. I'll fucking tear your ass apart. I'll tear up all of you. I have the vengeance beyond the devil. (laughs) You guys cracking up saying, ah, we made him fucking nuts. We fucking destroyed his career. We crushed his band. I get it. I get it. Everyone who jumped in deep down inside was more afraid of my honest mouth saying, yo, fuck you. That's wrong. I'm not going for that. Do we want to continue? He keeps going. Man, I can't believe that they would want to disassociate themselves from this guy. (laughs) I mean, this I'm still scrolling. It goes on and on and on. I, I, it's just, it's, it's so crazy. It says anytime somebody defends themselves they go oh you're doing that again you're such a charmer there you go again crazy sal because i'm defending myself yeah dude you're fucking crazy i was the most i'm just flipping i'm I'm flipping through and there's just one more thing i want to read because it's funny yeah go for it everybody's fuck sal fuck sal fuck sal fuck sal fuck sal mm-hmm. yeah 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 shadow ban canceled he's anti this and anti that no, I'm just anti-stupid. You want to fucking pump yourself up with shit and call yourself something that you're not? Good for you, but you ain't. If the polka dot is red, it's red. If it's purple, it's purple. What in the fuck? I don't know. He was uh, probably about 40 minutes into his diatribe, so I think uh, he lost the plot eventually. But, I mean, people can look this up. It's on YouTube. You can listen to it. He goes on and on and has just the biggest chip on his shoulder. So there you go. Can That's I, how things are going for can I the include type one, of negative camp right now. Can I include one little line here? Yes. This thing started between me and Peter. Then he brought Josh in. Then me, like a stupid fucking gagoots, thinking Kenny was my good friend. I said, oh, I know, I know a guitarist, Kenny Hickey. <laughs> he used the word gagoots. <laughs> What's a gagoots? Uh, like I think an idiot. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah. like, Hey, stupid. So, um, he also calls out Jose Mangan, um, like by name as saying somebody that is, uh, like helping bury his career as well, which like <clears throat> Jose Mangan, I don't think. You know, we've said a lot of things over the year. I don't think he's ever intentionally buried the career of somebody. Do you? I, I really don't think so. As we know from just all his personality, he's very excited and yeah. like very into helping bands, maybe bands we don't want to listen to. But I mean, would there be a king, K-Y-N-G, without Jose Mangan just constantly playing them and supporting them? Probably not. Yeah. Um, if anything, this guy loves what he does and he loves playing music. I can't see him going, ah, a pale horse named Death. No, we're never gonna play them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna crush him like a bug. It's yeah. just like, well, you know, maybe they'll play some songs, maybe they won't. I've heard some of the stuff. It's nothing to write home about. Most of the side and new bands that former typo negative guys have done have like just kind of been old guy, hard rock, heavy metal. It doesn't sound like typo negative at all. It doesn't sound like Life of Agony in his case. And it's just like. It's a thing that exists. It's fine, I guess. But there's so many things out there. What do you want people to do about it? 
Yeah. I mean, like it seems like his other two projects have been fronted by really charismatic people and Salo Bruscato, on the other hand, is an angry little fucking Guido. <laughs> Maybe and it's those you. things got popular almost 40 years ago. Yeah. Times have changed. Music styles have changed. Scenes have changed. Like you can't just happen to be in the right place at the right time. And a bunch of bands get lifted up all at the same time. Like they did in the Brooklyn, New York area in the late eighties and early to mid nineties. Yeah. It's just, sorry, pal, you're old and you managed to piss off everybody that you, you gained success with. And now they don't want anything to do with you. Sounds like a skill issue to me. Um, just goes to show. Uh, don't let Italians into your band. I think that's the takeaway from this, right? I'll leave that up to bands to decide on a case-by-case basis. I guess so. Um, I'm just looking at um, Blabbermouth right now. Uh, it says here, Gene Simmons says, Kiss is done performing after final farewell tour show. Quote, my hand on the Bible. <clears throat> what do you think about that? I think we're just going to have to wait and see what happens because he likes money. And I mean, they're, like, what are their last shows at MSG? Yeah, they've done dozens and dozens of final yeah. tours or whatever. This is bullshit. But also, like, <clears throat> I just like this quote here. Uh, my hand is on the Bible, and I should know because my people wrote that book. In fact, my people also wrote the follow-up book, the New Testament. <laughs> so I'll say it right here, right now, my hand on the Bible. It will be the final kiss in makeup appearance. Mm, there's the app. I like that he gave himself another little out there, yeah. I uh, like that he gave himself credit for the Bible, <laughs> for the uh, original Testament and the New Testament. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I was involved in that. I, I dipped my fingers into that well. <laughs> um. Yeah, somebody I'm sure has actually kept track of all of the, uh, a list of all of the quote-unquote final performances uh, that KISS has done. But this will not end until uh, Gene Simmons himself is fucking cold and dead in the ground. And even then, I'm sure that he has plans for that, to have his fucking head frozen like Ted Williams. Just stuck on a Terminator out there playing I Want to Rock and Roll all night. Again, there's... Out of all the bands that have ever existed, uh, no one has ever deserved attention less than this one. <laughs> Just inexplicably I, popular. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you had, in my book, maybe two good songs uh, out of whoa, God knows how much material. It's a pretty Which bad... Uh, uh, Lick It Up, of course, you know? Mm -hmm. that's, that's a good song. Uh, lick It Up, Lick It Up. Whoa, and Strutter. I think that's a that's a good song. Not the uh, God gave rock and roll to us. I mean, that's not even their song originally. That was fucking True. Argent. Or uh, I was made for loving you. No, I was made for loving you. Pathetic. Uh, yeah, no, I'd rather listen to uh, You Can Strike Oil in Hollywood. That was in my head all week from the last show. Yeah, man, same. I hope that our, our listeners enjoyed that one as well. Uh, oh, shit, dude. Other headline here. Uh, Kid Rock says he and Donald Trump confronted Anheuser-Busch CEO at UFC fight. I guess if you Everything about that headline sucks. Yeah, no. Uh, Kid Rock, don't care for it. Donald Trump, don't care for it. Anheuser-Busch CEO, don't care for it. UFC fight, don't care for it. All of this is uh, just kind of a... A jamboree of fucking assholes. You're all ghouls and vultures and deserve each other. Yep. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> he was on uh, Sean Hannity, of course. Yeah. Um, says that during his appearance alongside Donald Trump at UFC 295, uh, that he and the former president approached, uh, what is this guy? Uh, Brendan Ball Whitworth. Uh, Trump and I go over and we actually had a great conversation with him. I told him, you signaled to a lot of people like myself by sending that can to that trans kid. You kind of signaled to us that you support that lifestyle. And more importantly, men being in women's sports or in my granddaughter's locker room. Most of us draw a hard line right there. And I just want to go ahead and pause before 
continuing further. That's where your mind goes first because you yourself are a fucking pervert. You are obsessed True. with, okay. What I, I just thought about this like the other day, um, the song cool daddy, cool that he put out that was on the fucking osmosis Jones soundtrack. Uh, the, the line here, young ladies, young ladies, I like them underage. See, some say that's statutory, but I say it's mandatory. You recorded yourself fucking prostitutes with Scott Stapp of Creed. You are a lifelong piece of shit. Just a low life dirt bag, untrustworthy from the ground up. So just starting there. And what? So you're, why are you showing up to a fight that's essentially like a photo op for Donald Trump to try to, you know, get back more like blue collar uh credentials or whatever by showing up to an event that he clearly has no interest in. He wants to go see a fucking, uh, you know, Broadway play. That's the kind of shit he's into. He doesn't care for this. A snuff film. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think that this guy probably finds it uh, distasteful watching blue collar men beat each other into fucking hamburger meat. He wants to talk about how he was friends with Andrew Lloyd Webber back in the 80s or whatever the hell. How he uh, used to go to Studio 54 and Princess Diana had a crush on him or some nonsense. I told him, no, you're a dog. <laughs> um, Rock went on to claim that he never called on fans to, quote, boycott or cancel the brand in the wake of their work with Dylan Mulvaney. Quote, I said, F you. What are you doing? Injecting yourself into this conversation. These polarizing social issues. You could be doing so much more positive stuff. Just making us laugh and drink beer. In terms of social good, do you think that like uh, getting people to drink more alcohol is like a good thing or a bad thing? Well, someone who owns the dive bar with his name on it, for him, yes. Um, he added that uh, he didn't want to be in the party of cancel cultures and boycotts that ultimately hurt working class people. Okay. I know people that work there and it's not so cool to be wearing around that blue shirt anymore going to places. This is why they have a problem right now. It's like, I can let the thing go. Here's the thing. Nobody has fucking cared about this at all in like nine and a half months. This was a week long thing that a bunch of right wing psychos got on about. And then everybody moved the fuck on with their lives. Normal people do not give a shit about this at all. This is right-wing internet brain poison, just that it's, it's terminal. It has captured your brain and is slowly cutting off airflow. Have you ever met a person in your life, in real life, that gives a shit about this at all? No, of course not. I wouldn't associate with people that did anyway. Yeah, for sure. But like, you know, this this is this is insane. Um, As a God-fearing man, as a mm. Christian, mm. I have to believe in forgiveness. They made a mm -hmm. mistake, all right. What do you want? Hold their head underwater and drown them and kill people's jobs? I don't want to do that. But I hope at the same time, I don't want to be their biggest cheerleader. I want them to show me something that can get me back as a consumer, as a drinker. And of course, like there's video of him drinking the fucking Bud Light immediately after this. Who gives a shit? You're just Yeah, his his dive bar still sells this stuff, even though there is a video of him shooting 12 packs of Bud Light. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, one of the most recent songs he he put out, uh, we talked about this on the show, he's, like, talking about how he, he loves doing cocaine. <laughs> like, that was, that's in his current, like, uber-patriot Christian persona thing. Like, I, I can't imagine a bigger fraud, a bigger fucking piece of shit. This rich kid from, uh, you know, like, the suburbs, the nice suburbs of Detroit, who's just been putting on this fucking minstrel show his entire fucking life what a piece of shit i hate him i don't know if you have anything to add there i don't know if i can say anything else with just just more profanity essentially it would be cool if he just went away there is no need for kid rock i hope he dies uh anyway moving on here another headline says gary holt says he's not involved with carrie king's new band quote i'm too busy I kind of <laughs> in my head reading that headline, I just heard Maury Povich's voice saying that was a lie. <laughs> I just assumed he was going to be there, just because I I think Carrie King only knows like a handful of people. <laughs> 
the circle has to be very small of people that know that know Gary King and want to work with him. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, already you're down one of the few guys that could deal with your shit. So that seems, that seems bad. Um, here's another headline. Sharon Osborne on Ozzy's health quote. It's heartbreaking for me to see him in a position where he's not self-sufficient. So get out there and dance, daddy. Seriously, dude, this is on you. This is your fault. I don't Stop know. make him go on your podcast. Just let him enjoy his last few years. Yeah, she says, we're at a stage where I've been taking care of my husband, not because I have to, but because I want to and I love him. Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. All right. I don't I don't buy it. Uh let's see, moving on here. Um oh, this is something that we'll have to get on uh next week's show, maybe. Bon Jovi releases original holiday song Christmas Isn't Christmas. What do you think about okay. that? Rel- related, but Cherry releases new holiday song Tell Them It's Christmas. I think it's every year this happens. And I, I mean, I know why. It's because they're going to make money off it. Sure. But do we need rock, hard rock? Heavy metal Christmas songs. It's not like it was a one-time thing or uh, they're raising money for Christmas time charities to give poor, unfortunate children toys. It's just like, well, it's almost November. It's time to crank out Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but with a bitchin' solo. I um, so badly... You know, want to hang out with the people that are looking forward to the butt cherry Christmas song. I think that'd be a very fun evening, likely filled with uh, uh, amphetamines. That is the music that plays in the saddest bar on the edge of town, run by a husband and wife couple that fight all the time and hate each other's guts. And their names like Butch and Bambi. And uh, they're also like the cook and the bartender. And there's like three sad people who always just come in every Friday night and just drink themselves to death. That's who's listening to the song. Looking forward to that. Going to go there on a Christmas, I think. Just one sad drunk with a Santa hat on passed out <laughs> at the bar. Um. Well, what do you think? Can we maybe call it there? Yeah, that's a preview for next week's show. We're going to go through and try to find some of the dumbest, worst, and just confusing Christmas songs put out by rock and heavy metal bands. It's because we be... already have a bunch. Oh yeah, it's going to be awful, dude. Uh, look forward to it. Um, well, I hope you all enjoy your Thanksgiving. Uh, don't buy anything. Just enjoy uh, the love and fellowship of your friends and family. And uh, hey, we'll see you next time. And if you don't want to do that, you could just fight strangers. Bye.
You're listening to 66.6 FM, Radio TOVH, The Flush.